You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and this week we were forced to watch Exorcist 2, The Heretic. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast, Movie Makers Talking Movies. We're your host, I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Cavan. Ooh, nice to see you, Brian. How you doing? I was doing really good until you brushed your wings upon me, and now I'm really pissed. <laughs> well, you know what? I have to mark you somehow. But you know what? I'm locust man. Fly- we, can, we can go flying together sometime. <laughs> oh, I like that. On your wings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. On the wings of love, only the two of us. God damn it. <laughs> we also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Well, Jared, your machine has proven scientifically there is an ancient demon locked inside Brian. On the wings of love. Wow. <laughs> and here we are talking the exorcist, dose, the heretic. Oh, heart dis. Yeah. You know, I would like to tell you guys that uh, in high school, I played the saxophone. And I would totally <laughs> love to do a little sax duet every now and then. A little tap, hey tap, girl, tip, you like to tap dance? Oh, girl, I got a saxophone for you. <laughs> she was making eyes at him that whole time. Oh man, awkwardly framed. Oh god, uh, yeah, just That's like so bad awkward. haircut. Yeah, excellent. I don't know about excellent. I, the whole tap dancing thing was very, uh, very strange. Very, very it, weird. It made sense to me. Eventually. I, I, I figured out why they had her tap dance. Instead of just like show choir or something? Oh, you know, the whole time I was like, this is lame. This is like stupid as fuck. Like, why? It's like, a I terrible just character sense. introduction, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And even like later when they have the whole like, you know, her on this incredibly small stage. For a tap dance routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with like was, 15 people. Like, like, if, 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 theater, Jared. I don't give a shit, bro. It's kind no, of like a dive bar and you're theater. trying to put a, like a three-piece band on a fucking milk crate. Like, Yeah, right. It, just, it makes no sense. Um, but it all made sense to me at the end. What, when, when they she had cross-cutting no, that whole shit? No, 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 no. When she actually had to take down and she did her fucking like uh, Crocodile Dundee 
uh, calling the Aboriginal <laughs> thing over her head, and yeah. she starts spinning a circle. So she 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 like called back to her tap dancing, and like was able to harness what? the ten thousand hours of tap what? dancing that she did to become no, Jared, proficient that, in tap dancing. That was that was a direct taking off of Kukukuno. No, I get that, but I'm saying that like that that she she started she started doing a spin. (laughs) You never saw, you never saw fucking. uh, You didn't see her feet, so she was tap dancing below. Yeah, no, no, no. She it (laughs) it actually cuts down to her feet, and she starts to go into a spin. Like, like you know, she 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 like calls upon her tap dancing knowledge and her dancing to be able to really like execute this like you know Ray style with the force. Just feel it and make it happen, and like in this fucking thing that we're (laughs) being forced to watch. Why did it have to be tap dance? It could have been. It could have been breakdance. Well, it it's because been. she was really into, like, you know, the city, and she, you know, liked that New York style. I mean, it could have been so many other forms of dance or musical theater or some some reason for her to be on a stage. Like, why was it tap? I bet she was like, I bet Linda Blair was like, you know what I can do? Tap dance. Actually, no, the, uh, the director came up to her and was like, I think that Reagan is a tap dancer. Stop. And a- added it. And then he's were. firing guns in actors' ears and shit like that. No, no, different, different director this time. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying he's you also know, an asshole. Now that director would have come back, but he was in litigation trying to get money off the first film, so he refused to come back until you know. Was he that was. why he said no? Interesting. Although he wanted to produce it, William Freakin did for a while. Well, I mean, the money, you know. Yeah, but then I think he even he walked away from that. Even what after he read the script? Uh, you know, I don't think he ever read the script. I don't think he ever saw anything. Apparently the script was great. Everybody talks about how the script's amazing, but that's not what they shot. Yeah, I saw like a couple things on IMDb trivia saying that like several people were excited about the script, but then once they signed on, like it got rewritten five more times and became this total mess that we saw. I mean, it'd have to be somewhat like I mean, decent at least. You know what I mean? Maybe not filmable, but like the ideas would have to be good because this is a hell of a cast to get. Yeah, no kidding. You know, and it's not like I'm. <laughs> I guess Richard Burton was not at the height of his career anymore, but I mean, still, he was a big movie star. This this film shows you um, how important a director is. Like, if you imagine the scene at the end where Louise Fletcher has to watch Sharon fucking burn, and she has oh, yeah. nothing to work with, and yeah. even like running no out blocking. into the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She has nothing to work with as far as like they're, they're, we're, we've created this horrific moment, right? But but the blocking with the camera and like telling the actor what to do is so fucking important that like when you get out and like and like I said, she's coming out into the the street, help, help, and it's, it just feels so awkward and bad. And yeah. I'm like, you have all this to work with right here, and and then it just feels so fucking flat and bad. And then you take this amazing actress and she's terrible. In this moment, like it's it's a really bad performance because it's not her fault. I don't blame that on her. It's 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 bad, bad, bad direction. Because she's 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 watching somebody getting ready to like step on a streetlight, right, and, with gasoline to to burn themselves, and she and, <laughs> and she, she stands nothing. there forever. She yeah. does nothing. Yeah. Oh no, it's the longest takes. So like, just like what? even when she's on fire, she's still standing there just watching her burn, just like gobsmacked doing this, in this yeah. really yeah no she's she's like crying out she's like doing the same thing the entire time it's absolutely ridiculous sharon and it it makes it sharon! it makes it a little comical yeah it does yeah at one point i was questioning my own like viewing of it because i was like 
surely this is supposed to be some kind of compressed time that's now been extended so that we feel the moment because this is going on forever. And, like, she could have run up and, like, tackled her out of this fire. She didn't try to move. She didn't, she didn't like, reach for her. Nothing. Like, she, like you said, she's just standing there. I was like, wow, yeah. I'm so confused. Why is this so bad? There's a lot of moments like that in this movie. You fucking take Max von Sydow and, like, his fucking, like, recreations of his previous character feel like they're from a fucking, like, afternoon fucking TV series. <laughs> and I know it has to do with the lighting yeah. and all that, but it's, it just, even he feels flat and stilted. It's bad direction all around. I, you, can, you can blame it on the script all you want. It's just somebody not being able to actually execute something to a higher level. Yeah, I wonder how much... You've been listening like, to the Movie Crew podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much room they actually had to work with on those sets. Those sets did seem really fucking small. so tiny. You so know, tiny. To, like, to yeah. like recreate like a whole African, like I don't know, like, like a whole plane with all that wheat and everything. Or was it corn? I, mean, that, I forget what it was. That was a, it was a matte painting is what it was. Well, no, well, some of it was in the foreground. The they built matte a... painting in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of foreground wheat. And I like what they were doing Grass with the, things. the giant light in the background, making it look like it was the sun. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. But, like, it, it closer. <laughs> but the shadows see... were in the wrong direction for where that yeah, sun well, was. Well, that, that, that and was you could yeah. see, like, the hail, the hellation of the big light coming through for where it was actually and hitting those them. larger that lights bothered me. back then, there, there's a fucking reflector disc in the center of the, of the light. And you could see it. <laughs> and you could see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, ooh! But but when he got when he got, when when he got closer to the camera and he like turns profile to uh, to camera right, uh, and they pull focus forward, it looked great. Oh yeah, when it's out of focus, yeah, it does look yeah, really it looks, good. It looks looks really really yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, but when he's in the set and you can tell that it's yeah, but when you're a deep you focus, know, it looks like trash. <laughs> it, it, it's it looks, double it looks the distance like from him to the it, camera to the it background. Looks like it we landed like on a fucking, fucking planet. Set. In goddamn Star Trek yep. on TV, yep. it yep. does. I, mean, I don't know. I don't hate that stuff though in Africa. You know what I mean? Because it's supposed to be like a dream. That's sequence. what Africa looks like, right? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, mm. it's a. It is a dream <laughs> sequence, you know, and it's being told through that weird <sighs> synchronizer device. So I'm, I'm going to give it a pass. You know, like it, it doesn't. It's nowhere near real realistic, but nothing in this movie. Everything in this movie is very fantasy based, much so than the first. Okay, film. okay. So I, I just that. go with it. Yeah. Yeah, so all the times that we see that version of Africa, it is through the um, the the device, except for when we see James Earl no, Jones goes in there. his doctor version. No, no he we goes. See, he travels there, and he goes and he fucking tries to find James Earl Jones. Yeah, but he he goes That's up all to real. the he goes up to the he the big climbs church the weird on top fucking, of the wall yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then when he finds James Earl Jones, like that, just like hard cuts to being in a in a fucking office. Yeah, I know. So that, like, was, that was interesting. Was that, was that real? Was that in his mind? Was that That's a dream the devil. sequence? Devil taking him. Pazuzu took him there, man. He flew on Pazuzu's wings. Or some shit. I don't know. This movie's very confusing. Yeah, and well, what was the what was the point of of the locusts? Like, what are they supposed to represent? Well, you had to get that metaphor how, how you had to put the good locust in. That's right. Even though you could, you could become a locust. But as long as you have good intent, you could like create change amongst all of the locusts. Because mm. the, the locusts get all p- pissed, man, when it's like you know they start eating each other. You see that? They're just like, oh rah, rah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> the cannibals. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't mind the locust met- metaphor. I super love the shots, the close-up shots of the locusts. With the rear like projection the in the, the background, the rear projection stuff. Yeah, that, that looks, oh, where they're, that's where they're cool. locust cam. Yeah, I, I like those moments. <laughs> they were fun camp for sure. 
I mean, you need something in this movie. It's just, I don't know. It's so weird to go, like, to change the tone so much in a sequel. To so go much. go for, like, realism in the first movie and then just dump it in this and just, like, this is a surreal fantasy crazy film. I, you know what I mean? We're going to do a cliffhanger exorcism on the side. You know, like, he's fucking, like, fucking Marin is doing a fucking <laughs> exorcism hanging off the side of a cliff. You know, climbing up to this church, you know, like, what? (laughs) At least that was visually somewhat interesting, Jared. Like, I mean, oh, God. It was refreshing, I will say that. When we started getting into that, I was like, okay. See, I just, I don't know. I think the Africa stuff, like, it... At least it feels like it fits as like a movie to me. Like I understand what they're trying to do. Like when they're in the psychiatric offices, like that <laughs> set makes no fucking sense to me, dude. It's so weird. And I thought it was super interesting as a set, but yeah, it, like why would you have all these people who are dealing with things and then just have them completely exposed to everyone? It's else? because they're 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 it's a guise to like to help them, but they're actually being observed constantly. Like it's a it's just weird. It's done. It a, is weird. And and know. and they they. they they show it like that that the glass dims or like it, it could get darker, uh, but you think that they're doing that with by dimming the background and, and oh, one hundred percent, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it plays sometimes, but sometimes it just feels weird. And I'm like, oh, this is very odd. Yeah, I I only saw them do yeah. it that one time, and like she dims the lights, and then all of a sudden you definitely see the lights in the background come up, so you can actually see that they were there the whole time or whatever. Because until that moment, I was like, "Oh, they're they in, do like, it slightly her apartment or something." But yeah, they, they, they do it slightly before that, where it's real drastic. They do like light touches where they'll dim it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been fucking future glass, man. I don't know. They have sci-fi. Well, yeah, shit Tarantino in this movie. used it in Kill Bill. Future no, glass. no, that uh, that was uh, to see through a wall, though, right? No, it, like there, there was a point where, uh, like, I, I've seen it in bars uh, where the glass you you can hit a button and it fogs the glass up. The first time I ever saw that was in Kill Bill, and then I saw it in person at some bathrooms. Well, yeah, that's like a thing in office buildings and stuff. Yeah, but that would be but a sci-fi like thing in 1977, yeah. bro. Yeah, which is what they were trying to rep- trying to create. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Because because she hits a Where dial and it happens. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure what the intent is. Like, no, no, I'm saying that like that that the, the at one point the the glass is black, you know, and then they 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 dim it up to so she can see through it again. They're trying to make it feel like it's part of the glass. At least that's what I got. Out of it. Man, I don't know, dude. I, yeah, my brain had that question, but I was just like so bored by what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell asleep like three times, and yeah, yeah, the pace is fucking terrible. It is fucking slow as shit, and all the effects, like in the beginning, the first time, you know, we uh, let's uh, fucking they establish this like hypnotist like light thing. The synchronizer. synchronizer, the synchronizer, Super fun to yeah. Give the audience a seizure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I actually, you know, I like. It's one of the things where I, I even asked Brian. I was like, "Wait, is that the the second one? That's the one with the lights, right?" Yeah. I get this. What sticks in your head is this weird fucking lights. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, they use the motif throughout the movie. Yeah, they yeah. they so execute I, it in a, in an interesting way. I'm just, I'm always. Anytime there's a movie where they're like, "Let's do flashing lights for a major part of the film," I'm like, "God damn it!" I don't but like it. Is, it goes too blown out. I don't, I don't like it. It, it, it does, is. Yeah. It's it's on the edge of being blown out. But uh, I watched it on the Blu-ray. Look, it looks pretty decent uh but like that's this is when you realize that you're in for some shit it's the first time they break that out and they're like i want you to relax and make your tone go deeper and all this shit right have yeah. your tone but then my tone. the first time that fucking like little reagan is superimposed on the frame and she looks like a fucking demented fucking pippy longstocking from the goddamn like <laughs> uh, adventure pippy longstocking movie you know the one with the horse yeah uh like she looks just like i'm like what the fuck she does not look like reagan at all and it's so 
bad. The makeup is so bad. That's because and it just apparently so she cheesy. said, hell no, I'm not getting back in that makeup. It was traumatic the first time. I'm just not doing it again. So every well, shot of young Reagan yeah. with the makeup is a different person. Yeah. yeah and it I, looks I, really why bad. Why does the makeup look so terrible, though? Like, it's the same person doing the makeup, right? And I understand, like, is, is it? it? Yeah. It's Dick Smith came back and did the makeup. Wow. Same guy from the first movie. I was... Ab- even before Jared watched the movie, I was like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta watch this and tell me what the fuck they did with the lighting, because there is no way this is just a makeup fault. There's mm. something else. There's like, it's, it, it looks so fucking flat. It looks terrible. Like the cuts have no like depth to them. It's just gone. Like it, all the three dimensionality of the makeup is is gone. It's just not there. It feels like stage makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." Yeah, Everything sure. is just so gross, lit, and flat, and, you know, some things look good, but anytime we're doing these flashbacks, or we're back in the room, actually, but, you know, I, I, I can't say that, because the, them walking up to the room and the hallway, all that looks great, like the, the, yeah. the contrast ratio's there, So, but it feels like when we're in that room, it's just so fucking flat and gross, and everything looks cheesy and bad, and it really takes you out of the movie. Like, like, like they break the rules immediately when you get fucking, like, uh, Reagan is sitting there, and, and they're going through the the light thing, right? And then the priest has showed up. And then Reagan takes her fucking thing off. And then somehow the priest gets in on it. They're still in the game. Like, how yeah, are they getting all this that, and Reagan is not connected to the system? Like, that a lot of it doesn't any make any sense. No, no. That, that was where I was like, oh, okay, this is just their device. Like, like narrative device. It's It started it's like, a flashback, Jared. And Nurse no. Ratchet got stuck in the flashback. That's what happened. So, so he <laughs> had to go into her flashback. That's actually that's Reagan's right. flashback. Yeah. And what makes and him think that he can just jump in there and do that anyways? I mean, that's because that, he's yeah. a priest, bro. Okay. Well, then it's, I, I'm going to jump right <laughs> to it then, because because it's the same shit. Is at the fucking end. Who the fuck is he fighting? There's no one. There is no one possessed. Reagan is standing off to the side. It's uh, so that's like, like a, what is this thing a that you're fighting? Manifestation of Pazuzu, right? So he can just fucking form into like a, a copy of fucking possessed Reagan because that's what he's into. That's his that's, thing. That's that's what uh, like that's what possessed Reagan says at the end that there, there's two, you know, and that that's what why? James Earl Jones is like. You got to rip out, um, you know, rip out the demon's heart, the evil rip heart, out the heart of the demon. Yeah, I get it, but but it. Now, it's not why? possessed into anything. Know. So why, if, if if we're an exorcist and the exorcist is trying to pull a demon out of somebody, if the demon doesn't is is already its own thing, it's not a. It's we're just yeah, fighting I, demons. We're not an exorcist. It's no. There's no exorcism in the movie because he, he's yeah. just choking no. it. Yeah, he's not trying to do a rite of exorcism. Yeah, he's or anything. Just literally he's just fucking just trying person. to choke this this manifestation that makes no I'm sense. I'm with you, Jared. I thought it was an interesting <laughs> start to like a metaphor where like. Oh, this you know this other version of Reagan is is the possessed version, and you can see both of them as two different entities. Like that's interesting. But they are one. It would be but interesting what, if you yeah, had the right, other cut. right, yeah. Which which they kind of implied that sort of a situation at the beginning when they're doing this flashback, and you see Reagan literally grabbing the doctor's heart while possessed Reagan is grabbing. How it from are they the all past. See, like it's it's like it's like that she's like she knows that that's going. That's what that's what I was saying. That that's yeah. where it. At the very beginning, it just derails its own rules, and then, and then at the end, you're like, "Wait, what?" Well, that was that was an interesting what way to fuck? start it. As soon as as soon as like that was still going on while Reagan wasn't in the, the fucking device, like if they had a third fucking thing and he put it on, that would have made more sense. But that that's would make so much more sense. And, then you would and have, not, to have a but, third light, guys. 
You're in my light. <laughs> Machines on the couch. Oh, dude, they, 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 then they could start making chords and shit with the tones. That would have been really neat. You could oh, get like, harmonies been interesting. and like, like oh, yeah. right now you're on. Like, yeah. <laughs> would have sounded like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you know, but I, I did like, you know, it took too long to get there. But like when, when, the, when the tones actually just, right when they just harmonize with each other, they just mm-hmm. hit and it goes boom. It, it, it's good tone stuff. I, I I like the use of that, and and it looks like old crazy stupid tech and and like all that shit. And I love seeing the Hubble fucking like connector, the Stinger connector at the end mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the cable. Mm-hmm. There's some filmy shit in there which I like. Uh, it's just really bad execution all the way all around. I mean, you could have taken this story and done it right. I think. I I think the idea is kind of there. They just didn't. What? They, yeah, you could. Well, no, you could see some elements this idea that are interesting. Is terrible, guys. What are you talking about? I don't like this whole like cerebral version of like The Exorcist. Like you're taking away like I don't know the mystery and the and the you're taking what's special I, well, about the first one completely out away. I uh, I think they are they are taking a version of what was special about the first one and misunderstanding it because the first one is is interesting in its scientific approach in its documentary style approach and and it's trying to be grounded in realism and so this one's like okay well let's do the science version of demonic possession and then they go off into fantasy <laughs> by well because everyone always grounding thinks, it in science yeah possession is written off with mental illness so we have right. to like really focus in on this mental illness thing which we kind of which we did in the first one i think what's yeah. interesting about the first one we didn't really talk about it is that they, they kind of are doing a detective story in this one because uh, they're trying to find out what happened to to marin but also like they, how but they, they get find away that, with all the they find that the answer to that in that first scene dude the first flashback scene like dude's yeah. got the answer movie over yeah he Fucking Marin, the, the demon caused Marin to have a heart attack. Yep. He knew that was his weakness. Uh, you know, it did. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, movie <laughs> over. Like, you know. <laughs> but, you know, uh, like, the, the thing that fucked me up with the first one we didn't really talk about is, like, how did they get away with all this? Like, there's dead people. And, and the cops are just like, ah, it's just a demon. You know, uh, you, just, you could just move away and, and just make this not happen. So I wish we had more. No, not more entirely. S- like, that's that's why this this movie starts with her in this psychiatric institute with all these other people. Yeah, but she's not like a member there. You know what I mean? She's got an apartment in New York, she, right? That her mom she's coming and going. She's just like goofy. Like, ah, hey, Sharon's back from the going? first movie. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. looking after yeah. her. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. And it, we don't ever want like the reason the tap dancing stuff is w- weird. It makes you think like, why is she not in school? What else is she doing? Why am I not I seeing that her? was school? fucking tap dancing like that's what she does that's I all mean, she does there it was like an extracurricular school activity yeah, but yeah, also it was like the with her still being a, like a like a teenager she should be in fucking school like we should have all of that shit yeah well, there like, should right, be something right. there is she like 16 17 still in yeah. high school or is she it's supposed to be four years actually later communi- community she's theater. like 16 yeah yeah i don't yeah so bad yeah, I don't think this story could have been saved. But I mean you're right. The the execution is is fucking terrible. I mean there's dude there's some scenes in this movie like when Reagan gets the autistic girl to start speaking again, like yeah. that's written bad and executed poorly. Like nothing <laughs> nothing would fucking save that goddamn scene. Yeah, and then what makes it you was think, so like, confusing. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like don't, right? don't you ever do anything you like inside, that again. Like, and you're like, what? Do what? I just t- fucking talk what? to her. And then you're like, you you know that she got into that girl's mind and unlocked her. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, and, so and then she, she says, can do this now. She says some shit about like I heard her talking inside, and then I had her talk outside. Like 
We didn't hear her talking inside. What are you no, talking about? No, we never got any of that. Hi. Yeah, she was just like, fucking what are you, talking. What? You're just skulking around, starting random conversations with people. It just feels like like it feels like Reagan has like free reign of this place. The, the first time I watched it, I thought that was her mom. I thought she came in and laid on the couch, and, and they were just going to have a fucking conversation. <laughs> like, like I thought, I thought that yeah, was the mom. They, she looks I a lot like that. her. I thought yeah. they recast the mom, and she was like, "Hey, what are you doing today?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, just because how nonchalant that Reagan was when she came into this place. You know, first time I saw the movie, I thought the same thing. Yeah, you can't not. <laughs> it's not until it's like, oh, well, you're the doctor. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. She was an actress in the, oh, this is a different uh, character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that may be intentional, but it's it definitely comes off like that. And James Earl Jones is in this. Holy shit, this is such a good cast. Dude. Dude. Hey, hey. Dude. You know. Dude. He was in Alan Quartermain, and he's one of the best members in that as well. So, like, he he he, so he, he does he, shit he movies leaves. too. Is that what you're saying, Jerry? <laughs> he leaves his mark in everything he does. Oh, that's true. He is memorable. Yeah, Get I mean that fucking voice. scene where the where the, where the that the, the craziest like bed of spikes, you know, you know, in a waiting you have to pool. walk on water, and he takes one step, and oh, that was one of the uh, most oh, he goes falls parts of the movie, face, yeah. face first down into it. Oh, it's so great. That is the scene I always think of. But also, fucking James Earl Jones' fucking locust costume is fucking next level. Dude. It's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid, dude. so stupid. Like, why are you a locust? There should have been cave. two people standing what? behind him, both carrying those things that you flip over your head. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and so whenever he leans his head down, they should have to, like, spin those things because to, like, you know, and then wiggle his wings to make it feel like he's angry. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> They'll just sit there and go, good locust. Good locust. Yeah, good locust. <laughs> Welcome to the house of the good locusts. I mean, I will say I did love that when they oh. cut to like the actual reality situation where he was the doctor, there was like a locust behind him on the wall. It was massive, like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I see what locust, you're doing, lo- okay. Yeah, yeah lo- the Locust Institute. But he calls them grasshoppers. Well, no, no, no. You start as a grasshopper, and then uh, and then you evolve to uh, Is that how locusts work? I didn't think that I, was You know, I, I meant to look it up because I was like, <laughs> wait, what? No, he goes, the grasshoppers are usually fine, but when there's a heavy rain, they form together, and then the locust horde. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm pretty sure those are two different species of... I'm, he made wait, it sound what? like 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 grasshoppers can evolve into locusts. No, uh, if, no. If when they the get right... pissed off and yeah. the rain done. Yes, that's what it sounded like. I don't think anything he said, and that was true at all, except for locusts <laughs> swarm together. After a really he's wet, an unreliable narrator. <laughs> After a really wet season, yeah, unreliable. But when narrator. it's dry, they're fine. What? The locust shots were cool, though. Yeah, those super tight macros that they were doing. I did like roll just for like seven shots in a row. Even if it did get yeah. like very Nat Geo special there, I I don't know. Yeah, I was okay. With I, it. I was like, I was like, where is this locust special where <laughs> James Earl Jones is narrating? I would watch the, the locust fuck out of that. Dude. <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that. My only really problem with the locust was at the end when fucking um, you know Reagan does her fucking bolero. She doesn't have anything. She's just moving her hand. Yeah, yeah, but she pulls the power of fucking you know of power. Kakumo in, into her, and then uh, down Kukumo? in Kokomo. <laughs> Uh, but uh, <laughs> all right, all right. guys, why the fuck does that French Legion guy why? in Africa come up and go Kokomo at the Kukumo? at the end? Like the because because he like, thinks it means pussy. He's like he's like, what? oh, you want to you want to get laid, and then they he's take like, they take the like, dude to like a, a prostitute. I heard before. Let me. Uh... Is that what it was? Is, uh, is, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're right. like oh, because they take they no, take no, no, that was like the, a that was the other guy. That was the other guy with the group of the dudes that took him to to the prostitute. 
the French guy with like the at the very beginning when he gets yeah he yeah a little yeah he says it like three alleyway. times yeah and, and then, then he, he says it again as he walks away yeah it's which so is very weird. funny like, why was yeah. that I was I was weirded out by that too like why was that shot still going like why are we still si- and then he just leans forward and says to no one and then you never Question see him mark. again I kept waiting for it yeah. it's like oh oh he's gonna arrest this guy he's like oh you want you want Coco oh you can't have Kokomo fuck you bitch. <laughs> Nope, he's just like over nope. there talking to himself. Like that—that's a strange word, Kokomo, Kokomo. Hmm, very bizarre choices. <sighs> I can't believe John Borman did this. It, it is kind of crazy. Director of Deliverance, Excalibur. Yeah, I recall Excalibur being a pretty half decent movie. This did not feel like that. Yeah, I mean, it's got—it's got its visual moments. You know, it—it's got—it's got some moments that I'm like, yeah, I like that shot. I like this, and then I don't know. My name is Pazuzu. <laughs> like it's totally just like blatant, ridiculous say my name, makeup. Say my name. I Pazuzu am Pazuzu. is around you. Tell me. <laughs> don't you have to ask a demon what their name is? I don't think they just like tell you it. No, it's like a Rumpelstiltskin situation. If you guess their name, then you have control over them. So he just says. So why would you name. just say that? It gives him. It gives you control because you can That's say. Not you know. in this universe, bro. Nah, no. You just no. you just say Pazuzu, and Pazuzu's like, "Yeah, what's up? You call me? You gonna go flying on my locust? Let's go." Where was the giant like dick statue? They, like they should have had that at the top of that fucking mountain. Oh, I was hoping for it. I was waiting yeah. for it. Like I'm sure you had one. Come on. Yeah, that was weird. Maybe that that's only in certain regions. You know, when when, when you're now we're in Africa. No, because he was in Africa the first time. In the first movie, no, no he was, it was in, uh, uh, he was in Iraq. He was in, it was in Iraq, northern Iraq, and then this was uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia, yeah. And the only reason Which I know that is because that uh, fucking <laughs> that sign in the history museum. <laughs> I for- no, they said Ethiopia. Ethiopia at one point, it, it wasn't a line of dialogue. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck, I forget the rock churches of Ethiopia. That's what it was. Yeah. No, it was it was written on the museum thing. Yeah. Because I, I had to look that up, and I was like, oh, is that real? Did, did somebody, like, built, like, inside a cliff, like a church, and they have to fucking climb to it by rope or something? That's fucking insane. Nope, doesn't exist. Nope. Yeah, of course it doesn't. Ah, disappointed. Uh, the, the lighting in the subway and the fucking museum is trash. <laughs> it is total yeah. trash. It's the worst looking shit in the whole movie. Um, yeah. Come on, man. Let's get let's get some shit done. What was the budget on this, Brian? It, just, it was pissing me off in times like that. I was like, "What, dude? <laughs> this had a bigger budget than the first one. It's fourteen Jesus. million execution. It was uh, people that know what the fuck they're doing. Well, they they had a lot of issues. Uh, it was originally scheduled and approved for um, eight million, but they ran over, um, and then they recut this movie while it was in theaters. They pulled it from theaters. Uh, did another cut and reissued new prints about a week later, and uh, that cost Warner Brothers a million dollars to just to do that. Damn! So Jesus, they're cutting film prints. No, uh, they they like recut the movie and made new masters and made whole new fucking film prints. So there were oh my god, what? It, yeah, wow. actually, in the United States, or and like I think by by the end of the the month of the release, there were three different cuts to this movie. The one, the two-hour cut. It's almost two hours. I think it's one hour and fifty-eight minutes. Seven minutes. Fifty-seven. There you go. Uh, that was the first version, and then uh, John Borman made a cut that stops right after uh, uh, Linda Blair starts doing the twirly thing. Right. Wait, like that's the end of the movie, or that's they... the end of the movie? Yeah, she calms Holy the locust, shit. and the movie just ends right then and there. Wow. 
Wow. We don't get, we don't get the, you know, looking over at fucking Sharon, and she goes, Reagan, and dies. Yeah, and then he did another cut <laughs> that was kind of like a recap of The Exorcist, and it's all done with still pictures from the first movie, and Richard wow. Burton narrates I've it. I've seen that, and I actually like what? the setup of that better, because it, it just kind of goes right into the movie that we already know, but it just gives you way more fucking story where you go in kind of knowing something, even though it's cheesy. It's like we're watching a fucking fifth grade book report. And all it tells you, though, is what happened <laughs> in the first movie. It didn't give you any information, and I, I hate it because it, it tell No, it tells you who fucking... Um, who the the priest is, and the, it kind of sets up his character a little uh, bit. N- not really, man. I mean, it's it said that he followed the fucking the. You, you know. get that later, though. Like two scenes later, I when know. he's talking to the I cardinal. Know. I mean, I don't need that right there. And then, I mean, oh man, the the thing I hate about it is because you you see images of the first movie, and then you go straight into this, and it's like, oh, this doesn't look as good. It doesn't look good <laughs> at all. <laughs> Way to set the expectations and then crash. Right, yeah. I mean, the stills from the first movie look better than... Oh, my God. Yeah. They're just framed better. Oh, because they... Yeah, they they, de- they definitely better show, frames, like... Better lights. Well, they they show fucking Reagan with all the proper makeup, and then later you yeah. see her a few scenes later, and she looks mm. completely fucking different, and is a different person, and everything's just gross looking. Yeah. It's like, dude... It does not hold up. Yeah, do not go back to anything from yeah. that original film. Yeah, recreate it, please. <laughs> Can't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Don't remind me of it. Uh, well, I, uh, I think on that note, I think it's uh, it's it's time to watch the trailer. So we're going to play the trailer for John Borman's Exorcist Two: The Heretic. We'll be right back. In 1974, a motion picture shocked the world. It has become one of the most acclaimed and successful films in history. The Exorcist is a classic in its own time, and now Warner Brothers takes you a step beyond. Exorcist 2, The Heretic. Starring Linda Blair, Richard Burton, Louise Fletcher, Max von Sydow, James Earl Jones. Their minds locked together with the most terrifying vision of all. Exorcist 2, The Heretic. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for John Borman's The Exorcist 2, The Heretic. The most terrifying vision of all, which begs me to ask you guys, was this movie scary at all? Hell no. <laughs> no. I, I don't even was know if you classify this as a horror film. Like, It was barely an action movie. Yeah, it's, it's more like a sci-fi fantasy it's definitely a fantasy. The only thing yeah. scary was the weird chanting and, and crazy music when we were like flying as as a as a demon locust. The the weird. Oh, when the camera does the stretchy thing. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and you know the, the weird chant screams. You know that that do set weird tones. Kind of like the beginning of the first one. You know, you have this this like barrage of sound that that sets like an eerie, like uncomfortable tone. Uh, but in true fashion for the second one you're just trying too damn hard you know uh. <laughs> no yeah I, I i think the score is good it's just not it doesn't match the visuals and the story you know what i mean yeah, like like the music's for like something that i don't know it's like a 
it, it is for more intense, scary film. Not this. I don't know. Some of the some of the scenes in this were like, oh, I'm. This is supposed to be scary because clearly the music is intending. That's what it's for, and that's what it's telling me. I guess well, it should be scary right now. <laughs> Once you can get over, like when she, they're, they're you know trying to give uh, Nurse Ratchet a heart attack, uh, you know that's like, made me a little uneasy. But then then you they give you it's way too long, and they give you too way much too time long. to look at all the bad fucking uh, effects, and it just takes you out of it. And you're just like, oh, okay, like you could create a cool moment for a second. But once I really start looking at it, it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm over it, and this looks really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I kind of like the way it looks, though. It. I mean, I'm with you. They do hold on it too long, and you can like really see it and everything. But yeah, I don't know. I I liked how these effects were done. Um, because I had to look this up because I was I just kept thinking. I was like, look, the film right here it's not an optical transfer you can always tell like even in like any movies from the 70s even when they do a dissolve like the resolution just dips you know yeah. the minute we were doing some kind of like a, an optical effect and that's what normally would happen when you're superimposing two images over top of each other but these these are so perfectly aligned and that's because they're not being superimposed they're it's what they're doing is, is it pretty smoke much and mirrors yeah it, it is it's a it's the oh. teleprompter effect Okay. What okay. they're doing is putting okay. a piece of glass in front, and we're reflecting that image in the background, and they're and they're, and they're putting light it. on it. Yeah, and they're able to line so it all up, dimming the lights up and down for those. That's okay. Wow, so it's in me camera. more impressed than I in thought it camera. should. Been. Yeah, because I also yeah. noticed that I was like, "What? This is a really good composite." Well, in the a first time one we see, it's hard the... to do composites. What the fuck? Yeah, with the girl yeah. on fire, like the bottom half of her isn't there. Right. If you yeah. look at the moment where, where she's like smiling, and I didn't see it until my second viewing, I was like really looking at it, like you know, and then then they do another layer of composite on top of her where she changes into something. You're other. talking about the nanny at the end, right? No, I'm talking about no the the first fire we get, the very first exorcism the first, we see. Oh, right, the well. one in the the Spanish speaking country. What do you mean? Well, I was gonna say, well, it's not really an exorcism. She just like, oh, why me? And then burns herself. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The, the, just the, the, the demon out. <laughs> he just throws he throws holy water on an open flame. Yeah, and she just looked too good too. Like she was too perfect looking. Like yeah. you know, if she was to this point in her exorcism and in, in her uh, possession, she should have uh, been a little more fucked up and, and like freaky looking. That's I mean, they, true. they were they were trying to rely too much on the locale, like they did in the first one, to like really try to like set that. But the the people didn't feel like they fit what was going on. Mm. Yeah, she was just sweaty. <laughs> There was way no, too early, yeah. way too early. She was just more in the cussing and, and like you know uh, writhing phase. Yeah, yeah. I in in all of those opening like let's establish him exorcism scenes. I was like, which one of these was the fifty three days one? Well, or however long they said it took. This was the uh, fifty three second one. Mm. He walks in, she burns. Well, that wasn't she Marin said, doing oh, that one. Hell that, no. that wasn't. Was that Marin who walked into the? No, that was the other. That was. Um, no, it's Richard the guy Burton. that we're yeah yeah that yeah yeah because Marin Marin's the one who who would actually had the the fifty three day one yeah that was I was expecting that to be the one in that's the what you get that's what you get in part four what you'll see for real god damn it I don't think it lasts that long I don't know I haven't I haven't seen the Paul Paul Schrader cut in all, uh, since it came out so I'm looking forward to revisiting that yeah me too why are you doing this to me <laughs> <laughs> why Demi. Why are you doing this no, to no, me? Like you know, we're just trying to make your your like your your transformation complete. We're trying to turn you into the good locust. 
Oh, oh, that that's what we're going for. Okay, I, 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 I can borrow. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah. First, we had to turn you into a locust, and then now we're going to make you into the good locust. Thank you, Grasshopper. <laughs> I I just can't get over the the talent. I, I guess we didn't say the the music is composed by uh, Nuo uh, Americone. The good, the bad, and the ugly. What? Yeah, right? Yeah, like a legitimate composer. Yeah, the cinematographer. This is the yeah. motherfucker that shot Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what? You know what I mean? Uh, so <clears throat> many great people worked on this movie. Bad direction. Uh, right? Um, like, just also, like, random scenes that pop out of nowhere. Here, Father, Reagan drew this photo of you. And the girl <laughs> who handed the photo didn't think anything of it. She's like, yeah, she's a great artist. Looks just like you. But just yeah. because he's got fire growing out of his head, right? But why the fuck did he know he looks at that and says, he oh, my God, it might be too late already. Yeah. What, what, was there he something goes into full, like, before? It's, it's, it's like, it's like we're missing this a scene in the before this. Like, yeah. well, what the fuck? I think what they're trying to do, there's a scene earlier, but they're trying she to establish. the future, bro. Right, yeah. They're trying to establish that she has ESP. And it is done throughout the whole movie. It's done so poorly. So poorly. So explain so to me poorly. that, like. What is this guy's name? See, I can't remember everybody else's name, but this guy—the doc, uh, the the priest, yeah, Lamont. 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 There we go. He goes down, and he goes down into the Freddy Krueger dungeon, and he finds a box <laughs> behind a fucking uh, a fence. The Freddy Krueger dungeon. <laughs> he does. It, it does he look goes, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got steam and shit going on, and pipes yeah, and shit. It does. Like, Random yeah. steam. I was <laughs> right. like, it's not the button. No, that's steam. You know, just the oh, Freddy Krueger dungeon, dungeon is more RGB. <laughs> you know, um, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but anyway, so, no, so he goes down and he finds a random box on fire, right? And then it's so weird that, that it's just this fire that he makes worse. Oh, he okay. definitely makes it worse. He's like no. kicking it around. You put a and fire out with the crutches it. all the time, guys. Bro, okay. Oh, yeah. And so, but here's the deal. I was like, the use fire, your foot. Come on. What are you doing? The fire's contained right in front of him. But the but the fucking photo, the, 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 the drawing has fire behind him, like a crown of fire. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What is on fire in the distance to create this to happen? I, dude, I don't know. And you know when, what? Nurse Ratchet never puts it out either, so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was, that's what I'm saying. No, no, like, she, they, grabs, they, they, she calls the fire department and then goes to the fucking she puts out the um, box but not the shit behind his head how did right. that happen but, I, th- I don't think that actually exists head, so they could they could do like that that long exactly. zoom compression shots yeah like, that, oh that replicates God, look, the fucking is. drawing yeah 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 but it makes no sense it makes like, zero sense yeah and yeah and it's never brought up again and it's just a thing um, yeah like there's a there's another shot later of her with drawings or something like that but i think it was at the end of the movie and one of the weird flashbacks or something i don't know this the the, the way they cut between scenes like they, they establish something and then there there would take some time to get the you know this to happen and they just cut to the next scene and it's already done like it's so disjointed editing i try not to bash a film like you know where i was like oh no, this is really good or you know there's other things like it's just so hard to talk about this film and just not be like god damn it every everything that they did was wrong and bad yeah it is it, it is like a <laughs> hey kids they you want to know how not to make a movie watch this this is like listed like it's like the worst sequel ever made is it the worst sequel i don't know man that's a tall order dude troll 2 was wow. better than troll what? Wait, no. Troll Two was not better than Troll. Fuck you. No, incorrect. 
At least you have like uh, the Seinfeld chick running around, uh, you know, semi-naked <laughs> in the first Troll. Is Troll 2 the one where the kid jumps up on the table and pisses on the table so everybody wouldn't eat it because it would turn them into trolls? I think you are correct. And then the parents are like, you're going to bed, how dare you? And they're like, no one can eat the food and they're all upset. But he was just saving their lives. I don't know. I, I've only watched that <laughs> once in my entire life. That is absolutely atrociously terrible. Yeah. It's it's so, I don't it's this is so not this that is bad. a little bit this is a little better than that yeah yeah exactly there's some moments you know some there's some shots and like is this better than season of the witch oh wait Hall- Halloween order. three yeah oh uh no no I don't think so I I kind of like Halloween three not as a sequel but as a standalone movie I mean like this movie is a standalone film I don't think I'd like it if it wasn't tied to yeah anymore the yeah I don't think I would yeah yeah. yeah. Doesn't do it any compared favors. to the original. It, it like you know is 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 terrible. You can't compare movies to their original, Jared. You can when it's a sequel. <laughs> yeah, it's just so like I don't know. Is the tone so different? Like everything's just so different. That's why I brought up Season of the Witch. It's, it's just like it's it's a complete like shift. But this one's still grounded in that though. The other one is just like it just references Halloween. It's like oh this exists. This movie tries to be a follow up to that, and it's the you. The tone is the best way to describe it. The first movie has so much tone. This does yeah, but not it's also very it's self-contained. Even though that the, we have the grasp of, of a bigger world with the northern Iraq stuff, and then and some of the dialogue, but the film is so self-contained in Georgetown and in this room. I mean, I like, think good movies do that, or they yeah. they try to do that. If you're trying to set up a world that's you know not exactly the, the normal world you you want to imply that there's more to it so people can latch their imaginations onto it this movie just was one random person's version of an imagination and none of us connected to it. you know we just needed the scene that, like you know where like where they actually established that there's a network of fucking uh like exorcists working under the vatican and then they're you know <laughs> Could just do all this better. It's kind of there, you it's know. Kind of there. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's attempts. Kind of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I just I just feel like we needed more of that. We well, did, well, just, it didn't really. There's like the thing where okay, Reagan is like a special person, which was not in the first one at all. Why? Why just, is she so special? Why is she special? Like, yeah, she's got like fucking knows? powers. It and wasn't about like, her. It was James about Earl Jones has fucking powers, and apparently there's That's other true. people in the world that have like power powers. What what the hell are we talking? Like, where did this come from? Now it's not just demon possession. It's like people who are more powerful than demons. Like, that's that's a level of world building that like just completely leaves the original and not at all. Like, I don't, it's it's yeah. it's weird that the demon would come after Reagan again, anyways. Well, the implication is that he was there the whole time. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Halloween too, right? Like where Michael Myers is going after Laurie Strodes, and then like we get to the sequel, it's like, well, wait, why is he going after Laurie Strodes again? It's like. <gasps> She's really the sister of Michael Myers. She was adopted, and we didn't know all this stuff. It, it's it's convoluted. I mean, right. I, I, they do this in sequels a lot. It's just normally better. <laughs> Let's talk about Linda Blair for a second. How do you guys think she did in this? Fucking terrible. Dude, her reactions <laughs> to things with her, like, darting eyes around and all that, like, 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 like she's trying to, trying to react. It's, it's like... Yet again, no direction. Like, they watched this, and they were like, oh, that's great, yeah, let's, let's move on. You got it. Like, no. <laughs> her, she was so good in the first one, in, in all of her deliveries, and they felt realistic and, and like, genuine. Yeah. And everything here feels like we're doing a play. And, the, and that everything's yeah. surface level. And that there's no, we're not, yeah. we're not living in these scenes. 
and yeah. everything's a lot of monotony kind of shit. And then even Richard Burton's like reading off fucking cue cards off the fucking frame. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so like, okay, the, there's the no truth guy in your in art. Africa also <laughs> was like looking down between every fucking. Line. Oh no, there's like, cue cards all over this set. Cue cards. I was like, God damn, like. Yeah. Memorize your line. Like, no, Richard Burton like, was like wait, reading cue cards okay, off the frame wait, constantly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Burton was uh, in the middle of uh, battling uh, an alcohol addiction. And getting divorced. So this was just like, yeah, whatever, I need a paycheck. Sure. Just like, you know, I can just imagine all these other actors like Louise Fletcher and shit. Like, you know, they're just watching him going, yeah, what the fuck, man? I can't remember your fucking lines. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of how it all was. I mean, like, even Linda Blair, like, going back to her, like, I mean, she got top billing. You know, uh, she was getting paid quite a bit of money for this. She also got arrested for cocaine uh, the year this movie came Ooh, out. Wow! So she was Good in the girl. she was in the middle of <laughs> her cocaine addiction, <laughs> uh, getting hooked on that shit. Um, I know the director had a lot of stories about. There's even a couple mentions That's in why the she movie. Cut those eyebrows so thin. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of, of mentions in the movie. It was uh, finally showing up on time, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're so late." Well, it's because. Linda Blair was showing up late in set, and John it was driving John Borman insane. So he wrote into the script, he's like, "Look, yeah, we know. <laughs> Get your shit together." Only twenty minutes late. Let's celebrate it. And yeah, I, th- I think her and Richard Burton were, you know, they, they were movie stars, and I, it's just a, it's just a different time. Like if you go back and read some stories about Richard Burton, like there's stories where like he could not physically get up and walk in a scene because he was that drunk. God wow. damn. Like he could read crazy. Cue, cue cards, but he could not like what physically stand up and walk. And like how do you let that behavior? How do you not just look at somebody and go, "You know what? You're fired. You need to seek fucking help, bro. We're going to take you right from here and we're just going to get you some fucking help. We're going to put you somewhere where you, you can clean yeah, yourself no up." Kidding. They don't do that though. They just allow it to continue. That's how these people get rich and fucking kill themselves by drinking themselves back to the first movie don't you tell me to calm down god damn it (laughs) (laughs) yeah the 70s were rough but then came the 80s and cocaine yeah linda blair was just a little a little ahead of her time (laughs) she wasn't that ahead of her time (laughs) she she was just right at the start (laughs) yeah 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 But put this in perspective, same this is the same year as Star Wars, man. And look at these. I know, dude. I was thinking that the entire time. Like I think the models hold up. Like some of the model shots hold up just as well as like the original untouched the the un spiffied up version of Star Wars. Like if you look at the trench run without without any fucking digital effects, the original photography. I've seen it. It doesn't look that much better than some of the model shots here where we're flying around the city. But I mean, in those, like, that's supposed to be a different world. That's supposed to be in fucking space. All the model stuff in this is like, it's Africa. Here's an orange sheet behind our set. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what's, like, that's what looks damn, like Star Trek. Yeah, uh, but, you know, yeah. hey, hey, at the end of this thing, they have the typical, like, you know, Everything falls apart, and the building cracks open, and the and the blue light comes out. See, and, that's you know, the set that the, looks the, like the, shit. The, yeah, the yeah. bed's like sliding down into the abyss. Like it's kind of like they were going to go poltergeist, but they couldn't go all the way. Dude, that's what I thought the entire time. <laughs> I was like, when did this go from an, a possession to a poltergeist? Like, why are yeah. we why are it's, we breaking the building? I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it's the power of the exactly. locust. Well, the power of Christ did not compel them this time. They should have cut back to fucking. They should have cut back to fucking James Earl Jones sitting on his uh, fucking throne, like like he like he feels the power, 
when all that shit was going down. And like, like I said, <laughs> the guy starts spinning a, things a behind fart. him, and he starts wigging his wings. He's and just like gives spitting the power. fruit out at him. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, he's constantly throwing tomatoes up out of his throat. This is what's about to happen to your foot. So do locusts eat tomatoes? I guess. I I would say anything like you know. Soft, Everybody soft likes vegetables. Tomatoes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft, Everybody leafy, soft-skinned soft things. Yeah. Even if you don't like tomatoes, you like ketchup. So I mean, I mean, that's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me, <sighs> Brian. I think we've we've done enough. <laughs> Unless you've got something to say. Oh, let me go through the notes here real quick. I'll look at mine uh, too. Uh, okay, okay. I wrote this down because it was a stupid moment in the movie, so we should talk about it. Uh, how do you have an entire scene where you crash a whole fucking car into a giant gate in the front of a house, and then cut to the inside of the house, and Reagan's like, dude, and no one, no like, one notices, no one in the, in no the one neighborhood. Cares. Explosions are going off. The house is falling right. apart. No one and is noticing. Four minutes later, help or do me, they? Help me. No one's there. Or do they? Uh, because. Cut to they the do the this in a really neat shot. The exact same fucking time. Yeah, they do this really neat shot where like they do a pan around and then but when they come back around, the the fucking street's just full of people. Full uh, of people. Yeah. So, like, I was like, I was like that was really neat. Dude, so that was a real shot that I really enjoyed. And then there was a shot of fucking Max Vincida like on the ground in, in the bedroom. And then when they tilt up, he stands up and he's and he's in a uh he's in Africa. Oh yeah, a couple of those shots were pretty interesting. Where like they, they they did a match cut there and I was like wow oh well, that was seamless and great like good good fucking work right there for the number of match cuts that they did where people were like they went from burning to like not burning yeah this was a cool transition though that was really neat it was yeah it was um yeah other than that yeah I I hate all the Georgetown <laughs> stuff because it's uh it's a set well it's a set but like I just don't like outside like. I don't know Even the outside shit. It's all the set. I don't know why. Like I, I guess, yeah. I, well, they didn't have permission to shoot in Georgetown, and I understand right. why you want to build the, the house because you're breaking it apart. Got to build those stairs too. Yeah, no, breaking it apart makes sense. Like, let's build it. Let's break it. Cool. Like you couldn't build like the front of that fucking set on a real fucking street. Like you have to put it in a back lot where like you have no fucking <laughs> Everything room. Everything looks like a back lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you have like them walk, uh, Reagan and the priest, Father Lamont, when they're walking off in the fucking distance at the end, it's just like, oh, camera pans away because if whoa, they stop, do, stop. they're gonna hit the Can't wall. Can't go any farther. Yeah, it's just like what <laughs> the fuck, man. It's just good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Like even the Exorcist steps look like such shit, and you just see them limiting all their fucking angles. You know, it's I don't know. It just looks cheap, and this shit costs so much money. I guess. Oh, yeah. It is always weird when expensive stuff looks cheap. Can you imagine like building those Exorcist steps? Though? Like somebody built that, and that was like fucking in the movie for like a shot, two shots. It was two shots. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Well, I got paid for three weeks' work. <laughs> yeah, I I hated I seeing outside Reagan's window, <laughs> uh, which there were buildings on the other side in the in the real movie. Uh, but it's just blue. You could see the bridge off in the distance. Oh, could you? Through, yeah, I don't even really? think I noticed that. It's when uh, there's a shot where you know she's sitting there looking like Pippi Longstocking, like fucking like uh, jeering at him and shit at at at, at Marin. And it's a it's a two shot, and you can see the window behind her, and you can just see the flashing lights of the bridge that's off in the distance that you can see on the stair shot through the trees when they kind of come down and you go through the trees, and they kind of land in the tree. You can see the bridge and all that shit flashing off in the background. Yeah, didn't even notice it. 
I was so bored, Brian, that I was looking at other shit in the frame. <laughs> oh, I was just falling asleep, Jared. <laughs> yeah, same. I was also. Well, I knew that I had like to talk about this, so I was like, times. all right. And I was like looking at other shit. God, it took me <laughs> like, oh, so many times to I watch I need to be paying movie. attention to what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> man, I was watching it this afternoon, and I was like, if I don't get through it, I'm not going to have finished it. I, I'm just surprised we've been talking for an hour. Um <laughs> I'm going to start it out. This may be the lowest score that I've ever given a fucking movie ever. I'm going to give it a four. And that's generous. And I know you guys are going to go lower. And I appreciate that. And I think you're right. But I just, how dare you? I I just feel like Greta Thunberg right now. How (laughs) dare you ruin the fucking, the sanctity of fucking uh, The Exorcist. Just like... uh, William Freakin said about he found out that the, the the guy from Pineapple Express. I hope this is a true quote. He found out he found out that uh, the guy from Pineapple Express is going to be making a, another version of The Exorcist, and he's like, "Man, I hope that uh, when I die, I will get to fucking like you know haunt him for that." No, no, he said, "I hope I'm not alive to see that, and if it does happen, I hope that I haunt him for it." Yeah. I think that, uh, you I know, hope that's true. Oh, my God. What's fucked up is that freaking was around. So he actually got to witness this and see this movie. And I bet the whole time he was just watching this like, what the fuck? I hope he called this director and was like, you dumb piece of shit. What did you do? How could you? No. Yeah. He smeared him in the uh, the trades at the time. Good. He should have. Yeah. Yeah. He saw uh, they were cutting it on the lot. And <laughs> I don't even know if the movie it's was out yet. But he went and told the trade publication. He's like, yeah, I saw it. It was a piece of shit. Normally, I wouldn't name people. But God, this fucking filmmaker, John Borman, pff, fucking shitty movie. <laughs> Borman movie like boring, right? Ugh. Anyways, yeah, it is what it is, guys. Four, huh? I'm, gl- I'm glad we watched it, though. Are you, though? Are you? Yeah. Why? Because I had to watch it? Uh, you know, no. I'm just glad that I, I I don't have to watch it again. Even though I I bought uh, the Blu-ray and I will eventually watch the other cut that's on there at some point. It's shorter immediately. Well, that's good. Yeah. Oh, you watched the two and a half hour one. I watched the original cut, whatever that one was. I watched the one that was on HBO Max. That's so the original that cut. One was yeah, two hours, hour fifty-seven. That's yeah. the one with everything in it. And I watched uh, Linda Blair's uh, interview for that release of the special edition and basically she's like look i didn't write it i didn't have anything to do with making it uh i did the best i could and that's uh what it is and that shit where i had to like you know come on to fucking richard burton that was very uncomfortable and uh but nothing really you know happened it was gonna it's supposed to be worse than that Uh, i told him i'm gonna do it and uh yeah but anyways it is what it is thanks for watching it (laughs) damn like very matter of fact like that yeah yeah yeah, because how, how many times in her life has she probably heard, ah, I love The Exorcist, but The Exorcist too, that was a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably heard that her whole fucking life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Listen, guys, I was 17. I needed some money. You came to hell of a drug. Don't make That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Ned, ba- Ned Beatty has a cameo before as the uh, the pilot, Mr. Luthor. Yeah, dude, I, I like yeah. that he's peddling, like, you know, uh, Christian wares. <laughs> you like, need a cross? His whole plane is some voodoo shit? His whole plane, it reminded me of, um, oh, what is it? Um, Lost. The, 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 the plane full of all these little idols that have heroin in them. <laughs> so in my head, I was thinking that he's actually a drug smuggler. Oh, but, definitely. Yeah. 100% yeah. he was a drug smuggler. I don't watch <laughs> inferior uh, television like that, so I have no idea what <laughs> oh, you're talking shut about. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> 
It's better than this. I'll tell you that. Man, I don't have a lot to say about this movie. Like, I spent the entire time being like, why are we watching this shit? There was a few moments that were good. Uh, most of the Africa stuff I wanted to like, but like the sets felt so much like a, a, a play. It wasn't even like a film set. It felt like a play that was mm. filmed. Um, that I was a little bit confused as to this level of quality after the last one made so much fucking money. Like I was like, why? Why does this just look like garbage? I spent the entire movie thinking, oh, they must just have, you know, scrape the bottom of the barrel like we're doing a sequel like let me get just random people but so many people came back for this movie so many professionals came back to do this movie it looked terrible and i can only attest that to the quality of the directing like if you just have someone in charge who's making the film from their perspective and they don't have taste they don't have an aesthetic they don't have a a vision everything down the line is bad and there's not a lot of movies in existence that are you know indicative of this this is unfortunately one of them i do find it interesting that i've grown up my entire life thinking sequels are supposed to be bad and star wars is one of those like you know unique things that like the sequels were pretty good and the more sequels that i watch that are not star wars or back to the future the more i realize how true that is and this is fucking one of them and this has been around for so long that of course the exorcist is such a masterfully executed movie that this just felt insulting is the best way to describe it. I didn't enjoy the story. I didn't really enjoy the character progression. I loved the way that people tried in the movie. I don't have much else to say. I'm going to give it a three. Uh, I kind of low-key wish I hadn't watched it. Thanks, Brian. Well, you know, if you're going to do a series on Halloween, you got to do them all. Them's the rules. <laughs> Them's the rules. That I that I made that I made you guys suffer through. Um, <laughs> it's totally worth it. Yeah, no, I, no, I don't know. You, you need to see this. You know, I don't think um, I don't think yeah. every movie you need to watch needs to be a masterpiece. Sometimes you need to watch people that are Academy Award winners and yes. uh, Academy Award Swarm. nominees just uh, fall flat on their fucking face. <laughs> to remind you that they're Just get a paycheck. They're still human too. Well, you know, I mean, mm. like some of it was a paycheck, but like, let's stop and think about some of these people. Like, they believed in this script. They signed on to it. I mean, you can't just all. I don't know Linda Blair is like, oh, Richard Burton signed on. That's awesome. Not everybody can say that. Louise Fletcher. This is her follow-up role to her Academy Award-winning performance in One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Holy shit! She fucking chose this not only for a paycheck but she wanted to do this she believed in it you know i mean so there are like you know it's not just all like this cynical paycheck i need like some some of these people and i'm not saying all of them some of these people put their heart and soul into it and this is just an epic failure on almost every front i mean there are some moments that i think are really good there's some there's some special effects moments that I do think are impressive. They're like, oh, that's really well thought out. There's some production design elements that I like. There's some of the sets that I like. Um, but they just don't go with the ideas. Like the the, the therapy set where we're supposed to be in a, a, a psychiatric hospital. And it just looks so weird. It's just like this is n- in no way, shape, or form anything like a hospital would look like. Like, what are we doing? Like, why? I understand you want it to look cool, but why? Like... That, as a production designer, that's what you're asking. Why? Well, who are my characters? What am I telling the audience? What am I communicating to people? 
I, oh, don't even get me started on that shit. Um, and I do like John Borman. I like John Borman as a director. The Deliverance and, and Excalibur are, are are amazing, but he did drop the ball here. And I just think he's he was just a bad fit for the material. You know, like it, the first Exorcist movie mm. came out, and they actually tried to get him to direct that first one, and he passed on it because he thought it was too violent. Wow. Stanley Kubrick even told, yeah, Stanley Kubrick told John Borman, like, if you're going to do a sequel to The Exorcist, it has to be more shocking than the first film. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to make a movie that he thought was more spiritually uplifting. And uh, (laughs) I could see that. Okay. You You accomplished something, John Borman, and it's more spiritually uplifting than The Exorcist. Still a horror movie, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Just uh, not knowing. He's just a bad horrible. Fit. Yeah. So mm. I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give it a three. No, that's that's me being really nice. I'm gonna give it a two. What'd you give it, Mike? I'm gonna give it a two. Oh shit. A three. Okay. Three two. I, I liked two, the Westworld sets, or sorry, I mean the psychiatric ward. Very Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. Took and made actually interesting as a concept. Yeah. See, it fits there with their robots, yeah, and they're not there. real people. Yes. Correct. Yep. I spent the entire time being like, I have seen this entire room before <laughs> for two Oddly seasons. nude. <laughs> yeah. You got some Rotten Tomatoes Air Force, uh, Callan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get that done. Can't be high. It's got to be under 30%. Hokey mystical effects, lousy plotting, and worse acting directly tarnishes the first chilling legacy. Tarnishes. Damn. Rotten Tomatoes brings in Exorcist 2, The Heretic, with an 11% tomato meter. Holy shit. <laughs> with a uh, 13% Whoa. audience score. Holy, oh, holy Probably shit. one of the lowest scores oh we've God. ever seen on the podcast. <laughs> 11 and 13. Well, we, oh yeah. we were all kind of high on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I mean, there's, there's worse out there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rotten yeah. Tomatoes said, hell no, there's not worse out there. It's pretty bad. This gives me hopes for the third one. Uh, the third one is, a, like, yes, light years better than this. It is an improvement. Sounds like we're back to the Chucky franchise. You are 100% right, because Brad Dorif is in Exorcist <gasps> 3. No he way. Still my he beating is. heart. I do Dambula. Give me the power, I beg of you. Power of Christ. God damn, I love those Chucky sequels. I wish we were doing those. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Tiff? (laughs) (laughs) Do that too well. So join us next week for William Peter Blatley's. That's right. The writer producer (gasps) is returning. It's Blatty. Blatty. That's true. Sorry. For Exorcist Three. Yes, that's true. He's like, look, you guys have fucked up already. Like, (laughs) I got to come back. (laughs) He said, "Hold my beer. I got this one. Next one. That's right. Yeah. He's directing this one, so." We'll get to see what he can do. Mm. With that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, X, and Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience find you? You can find me on Instagram at checkthegate. Griggs, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. You guys can find me on X at Elkins Edits, and uh, I don't know what we're going to close out tonight with. I don't know. Should we do, like, the classier theme, or should we do that crazy bonkers, uh, I don't know, African yelling 
Kind of disco. All that shit. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. We're going to play track number seven from The Exorcist 2, the heretic soundtrack titled Pazuzu, theme from The Exorcist 2. This is from composer Inyo Maracone. Enjoy. This is the theme of the demon. Call me by my dream name, goddammit! I am Pazuzu. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid! Uh. 